Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Maud Dingle ruled the Circle D Ranch with an iron hand. She was a big woman with a sharp and quick tongue that kept the ranch hands on their toes. Hey, you Tex! Hustle those waddies out to the South Range and get started branding before I get my dander off. Yes, ma'am. Right away, ma'am. And Maud kept her husband, Casper Dingle, in a continual state of suspense, waiting for what might come next. Casper Dingle, what are you doing in that tufted chair? Uh, just sitting, Maudie. You dim-witted galoot. You're just sitting on my best Sunday go-to-meeting bonnet, that's what. Casper was a small, thin man whose only hope of getting by in the West was to be seen as little as possible and to be heard seldom, if at all. Casper had inherited the Circle D from an uncle, and while still in a state of amazement and indecision, became the husband of Maud, a widow from a small neighboring farm. Maud moved in and took over, and Casper, relieved to have a strong-minded person to take the responsibilities, became about as important around the ranch as one of the kitchen chairs. 
One morning at breakfast, Maud broke the silence with a roar that blasted Casper out of his daydreaming. Casper Dingle! Uh, Yes, Marty? Oh, now look at that. You spilled coffee all over the table. Oh, now ain't that too bad. Sorry, Marty, you sort of startled me. You sort of startled me. Oh, I must have been loco to hitch up with an insignificant prairie dog like you. Uh Uh-huh. Reckon so, Marty. Oh, so you had the unmitigated gall to say I'm loco, huh? Now, now, Marty, if you say that's what I got, reckon you're right. Oh, for two pins, I... What? No, no use in getting riled and spoiling your breakfast, Marty. I wonder if you ever did anything right in your life, Casper Dingle. Uh, no. Don't reckon I have. Mm, I suppose you're mean and marrying me wasn't right, is that it? No, no, I didn't say that, Marty. I was just... I know you were just this and just that. Why, you're the laughing stock of your own ranch hands, that's what. There isn't no one of them will do a thing you tell them to, if you ever got up nerve enough to tell them to do anything. I wish I'd married a man. I sure wish you had, Marty. I sure do. If you had any gumption, you'd make a man of yourself by showing a little spunk once in a while. Well, now, if that's what you Shut want... Shut up! Don't you dare to talk back to me. Guess I'll get my horse and ride out... Oh, no, you don't. You come back here. You're not getting your horse to ride any place. Now, you get out in the kitchen and wash those dishes. But, Marty, can't the cook do him? After all... I'm taking the cook to town with me to get supplies. Now, you clear the table and get busy washing those dishes. And see that you really get them clean, too. Or you'll hear from me. Yes, I'd hear from her no matter what. Washing dishes. Oh. As Casper stood in the kitchen, grudgingly washing the dishes, he was thinking of what Maud had said about having spunk. Spunk, eh? I'll show him. Next time one of them cowhands meets up with me, I... Oh. Hey, you, where's Miss Maud? Uh, now, look at here, Tex. Look, I haven't time to listen to any Gavin Casper. I have to see Miss Maud right away. I, she's gone to town. Then get your horse and go find her. I... I need all the men I got here at the ranch. But... Tell Miss Maud that somebody rustled some of the cattle from the North Range during the night. Me and the boys are going to try to trail them. I get going right away. She want to know about it. Uh, yes. Yes, sure, Tex, right away. <laughs> Casper thought of the way his resolution had quickly died out when Tex faced him. As he rode along the trail toward the town of Greystone, he berated his lack of courage. Doggone it. Why didn't you speak up to Tex, Casper Dingle, and make him show you some respect? Oh, what's the use? Guess I'll never... Am- Uh-oh. Now I'm in for it. Ho, oh, oh. Two men had ridden around the bend in the trail and moved rapidly toward Casper. One of them was masked and the other was an Indian. Casper had no idea of making a stand or trying to escape as the Lone Ranger and Toto rode up to him and stopped. Uh, I got my hands up. Just, just let me go and I won't say a word about meeting you. Honest. <laughs> we won't harm you. We're not outlaws. Uh, with that mask and all, I, I reckon you're the rustlers who took our cattle from the North Range last night. I promise you... Uh, you can put down your hands. Thanks. You uh, spoke of losing some cattle last night. We're not rustlers, believe me. We didn't take your cattle. Well, maybe not. You sure are acting polite for to be outlaws or rustlers. Uh, I gotta get going to town to find Marty. She'll skin me alive if I don't get there like I'm supposed to. Oh, you must be Mr. Dingle from the Circle D spread. Uh Uh-huh. Casper Dingle, that's me. How did you know? (laughs) 
We've heard about you. Um, that's right. Well, if you heard about me, I reckon you heard about my wife, Maudie, too, then. We've heard that she's a very uh, determined woman, Mr. Dingle. Determined? Mister, that's a mild word to use to describe Maudie, yes, sir. I'd most rather face them rustlers any day than to face Maudie when she's riled up. She's always riled up. <laughs> and why don't you hunt the rustlers instead of going for your wife? Oh, the ranch hands wouldn't have me along with them. And, well, I ain't much of a hand at getting tough with people. Maudie says I just ain't got any spunk. I understand. If I had any spunk, I'd up and leave the ranch and, and become a hermit somewhere where I could be my own boss. <laughs> Maybe there's another way to become your own boss without such drastic action. Oh, I'd sure like to find out what it is, mister. Well, if you'd be willing to come with us, I'd tell you what I have in mind. Well, oh, but Maudie'd slay me alive and then, well, that mask, I can't figure... The uh, mask serves a purpose. But you have my word, we're not outside the law. As for your wife, she may act differently when you meet again. Well, I don't know. She... Uh... By thunder, I'll do it. I'll go with you if you really think there'd be any way of making a change in Maudie. That'd be worth taking chances for, yes, sir. All right, let's get going, then. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Get up, Daisy. Get up. A short time later, the Lone Ranger with Tonto and Casper arrived at the camp he and Tonto shared in the hills nearby. Now I'll get to the point, Mr. Dingle. Say, you know, nobody ever calls me that. Makes me feel better already. Uh, but if you want it, why don't you call me Casper? Well, all right, Casper. See, Tonto and I came to this territory a few days ago because of a gang of rustlers who are operating down this way. It's probably the same gang that took your cattle last night. Yep, I reckon maybe it was. You mean you and the Indians after them alone? We were, Casper, but we're not now. We have you along with us. What? You mean you expect me to help you hunt down them rustlers? Well, didn't you say you'd rather face them than to face your wife's anger? Y yeah, yeah, I reckon I did say that in a weak moment. Of course, Maudie will be plenty riled up when she finds out I was supposed to get her from town and didn't get there at all. But, but me, hunting rustlers. I promise you won't be harmed, Casper. Mm, that's right. Well, in that case... Good, it's all settled then. Uh, we'll stay here while Tano goes into town to do a little spying. I'm sure they have a man hanging around town. If we can get a line on him, he may lead us to their hideout. Ah, uh, let me go to town now. Maybe find out something about rustlers. Adios, Kimasabi. Adios. Get him off, Scout. A short time later, Maud Dingle returned from her trip to town. Not finding Casper around the house, she started toward the barn to look for him. When Tex, the foreman, and some of the men rode toward the ranch house. Say, what are you boys doing here at this time of day anyway? What's the idea? Oh, oh, oh. We're just come back and trying to trail those rustlers, ma'am. Rustlers? What rustlers are you talking about, Tex? Didn't Casper tell you? I sent him to town some time ago to find you. I haven't seen hide nor hair of that half-pint husband of mine. That's funny. He left here soon as I told him. I'll fix that runt when I see him. Now, what's this talk about rustlers? They run off some of the Circle D cattle during the night from the North Range. What? That's the truth, ma'am. Why, the dirty coyotes. Get my horse, Tex. Yes, sir. We'll continue to hunt for them rustlers until we catch up with them. Then, after that, I'll come back here and attend to Casper... The ornery rabbit. Now hurry up, get my horse. Yes, ma'am. 
When Tonto arrived in town, he entered the cafe and, unnoticed by the crowd, stood at the back. Sometime later, he saw a rough-looking stranger enter and approach a rear table where a man sat alone. Hi, Lynn. I got the supplies we need. You ready to go back now? Well, I reckon so. Saw that dingle woman in town. Went past here a short time ago. Yeah, I know. She was at the store getting some stuff. That means she hasn't found out yet. Yeah, we're in luck. <laughs> Let's get going. Spike will be kind of nervous till we get back. Yeah, but we covered the trail, so he has nothing to worry about. Then come on, let's go. Me mm. think them rustlers. Me follow. Slipping out the back door, Tonto moved quickly along between the buildings to the front, where from the edge of the cafe he watched as the two men, Curly and Len, mounted and rode away. Then Tonto hurried to where his horse Scout was waiting. Easy, Scout. Easy, fella. Get him up, Scout. For some time, Tonto trailed the two men. They took a branch trail, and when they came to the creek, rode along in the water for about a quarter of a mile to a point where there was an opening in the steep cliff walls on either side. Then they rode through the opening, which was sort of a rocky pass into a box canyon beyond. Tonto followed at a distance. Soon, he reached the rocky pass through the cliff on one side of the creek. Men go through that way. We soon find where them hide cattle. Get up, Scout. Come on, fella. Riding cautiously, the Indian moved through the narrow pass. As he was about to enter the canyon beyond, where he could already see cattle milling about, he was startled by a shot. Oh, Scott, oh, fella. Reach oh. it in and don't move. Oh, this is not good. He ride into trap. Oh, hold that. Oh, hold that. Oh. So you followed us from town, huh? Well, that's too bad for you. Hey, I saw this Indian in the cafe. I noticed he was watching us kind of close. You'd be plenty sorry he'd come snooping. We'll take him into the canyon where Spike is waiting. Then we'll decide on how to get rid of him before we move the cattle to the border tonight. Now get going, Indian. And remember, we both got guns aimed at you. Get him up, Scout. Come on, get, get up. up. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. Tonto, followed by the two rustlers, rode into the small box canyon where another man was waiting. All right, Indian, you can stop here. Who? Oh, 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 hey, what are you bringing the Indian here for? Steady, boy. Hey, follow us from town. We got wise and jumped him. Get down, Indian. Uh -huh. Make him tell boy. why he followed us, Curly. Yeah. Just what is the idea, Indian? Oh, 
Maybe me one job. Don't try to stall. You thought we could give you a job, you could have asked us in town. Yeah, that's right. Take his gun, Spike, while we keep him covered. Sure. Yeah, get him. Yeah. Nice-looking guns for an engine to carry. Guess he must have stole them. No, huh? me not steal them. Them my guns. There's something phony about all this. We'll take him to the shack and make him talk. You better keep an eye on the pass, Spike. Sure. Bring the horses, right. Lynn. All right, I'll put up my gun. You can watch the Indian. As Lynn started to the horses, Toto noticed that Spike had turned his back, preparing to walk toward the pass, and that Lynn had holstered his gun. Reaching out, Toto suddenly slapped Scout at the same time, speaking sharply. Go home, Scout. Get Lone Ranger. Home, Scout. Scout swung suddenly, knocking Lynn to the ground. Hey. Leaving at a fast gallop, Scout brushed by Spike, knocking hey. him off balance. Hey, at the same time, Toto jumped at Curly, who had turned with his gun ready. Don't get that horse. Don't shoot. Hey. Lynn, hey. get the drop on this redskin quick. Hold it, Indian, or you'll get a bullet. Uh -huh. <laughs> you ornery redskin ought to brain you for that. Spike, why didn't you stop that paint horse? He brushed by me and knocked me off balance. Let him go. What's the difference? Well, the Indian said something to the horse about getting somebody. So what? Horses ain't got any sense. Don't be loco. The paint will run until he finds some good grazing, then he'll stop. Well, let's get the Indian into the shack like we started to do. And we'll find out just what this is all about. Back at the camp, the Lone Ranger and Casper waited for Toto to return. As time went on, the masked man began to wonder what was keeping his Indian companion. Hmm. Tonto should have been back long before this. I've been thinking, mister, maybe you better go to town to find your friend. And, uh, well, I'll get on back to the ranch. Reckon I gotta face Marty sooner or later. Casper, if you don't prove yourself now, you never will. Oh, taint no use. I might as well confess I'm not up to trailing rustlers. Looks like I'll just spend the rest of my life hopping every time Marty yells. Well, that's up to you, Casper. I... Hmm. Here comes Tonto now. Silver recognizes Scout's hoofbeats. Say, look, there's the horse coming, but nobody's riding him. Oh, Scout, whoa, whoa. What makes him act like that? Scout's trying to tell me Tonto's in trouble. All right, fellow, we'll go with you. Get on your horse, Casper. Well, all right. We'll backtrack on Scout's trail. Easy, steady, big fella. Come, Scout. Monsilly. Get up, Daisy. Get up. After taking Toto into the shack in the small box canyon, Curly and Len tied him to a chair. Yeah, that'll hold him. Yeah, now we can make him talk. No, me not talk. Oh, yes, you will. That's just a sample of what you'll get if you don't. Curly and I'll give you a working over. You won't forget if you don't tell us why you followed us here. That's right. Now start talking. Start, I said. You not do that if me not tied. Maybe so, but you are tied, see? And we'll keep up the treatment till we know all we want to know. Meantime, backtracking on Scout, the Lone Ranger, accompanied by Casper, arrived at the creek. Oh, 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 yes. oh Daisy. Whoever caught Tonto tried to cover their trail by riding in the creek. Come on, we'll ride along in the water and try to find out where the tracks leave the creek. Come on, Silver. Get up, Daisy. Riding slowly along the creek, the Lone Ranger finally noticed the rocky opening just ahead. He pulled rein. Oh, Silver. Oh, oh. Easy city, big fellow. Only way out of this creek so far, Casper, is through that narrow pass up ahead. You, you think that leads to where somebody's hiding with Tonto? It's possible. 
That would be a logical place to gun down anyone who tried to follow. Gun? Maybe we'd better go back. <laughs> well, Casper, we're going to find Tonto, and I want your help. But maybe someone will shoot at us if we ride through that opening. I feel sure they will. But we won't ride through. Well, what are we going to do then? We'll pull up on the shore where the pass begins. Then we'll dismount and climb to the top of the low cliff. Won't be difficult. All right, let's go. Come on, sir. Get up, Daisy. All right, Casper. Dismount and come with me. Leaving the horses, the Lone Ranger and Casper climbed to the top of the low cliffs which formed the pass. And they stood looking down into the small box canyon. Look, I'm sure those are your cattle. Well, what do you know? There's a shack over there. We'll walk around the rim of the canyon a bit. There are plenty of big boulders up here. Then what? I... I notice you carry a gun. There's a large rock formation over there just above the shack. I want you to go there behind that and fire your gun first from one end of the rock, then from the other. So anyone down there will think there's more than one man up here. You understand? Yeah, yes, but but what are you going to do? I brought my lariat with me. While you get their attention, I'll let myself into the canyon at the other end. Sneak up on the shack. All right, let's go. And be sure to keep shooting. the shack, Curly and Len were still trying to get Tonto to talk, but without success. Getting that Indian don't do any good, Len. He just won't talk. Well, maybe the best thing to do is to take him out somewheres and put a bullet in him. It'll soon be time to be moving those cattle. Yeah, I know. Hey, what's that? Well, let's go see. Hey, look, that's shooting us from behind that big rock right up there. Sling some lead. All right. More than one hombre up there. Hey, somebody's found out about us. They're up there in the rim. Yeah, so we noticed. Hey, that was close. Get inside and close the door. We can shoot through the windows. Do you think they are? I saw shots come from each side of that rock. So far, I'd say there were two up there. Give it to them. As the three rustlers concentrated on watching the rock on the rim in front of the shack, they failed to notice the masked figure that climbed cautiously in the open back window. Suddenly, they heard a voice behind them. Reach over here. Hey, what the... The man came in the window behind us. Shut him down. Oh, you... oh. I'm getting out of here. Oh, hey, Curly got shot. Yes, I see my friend up on the rim is attending to business. Oh. Drop your gun. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll take it. Oh, I... All right, get over near your wounded friend. Oh, me know you come, Kimasabi. I'll untie you, Tonto. Uh-huh. You all right? Uh-huh. Them use fists. Try to make me talk. I see. Hey... What are you going to do? Why are you looking like that? I'm going to let you use your fists on me, mister. I'll put up my gun. Why, you, I'll kill you. Remember, I'm not tied. This will fix you. Oh, not yet. For a few moments, the Lone Ranger exchanged blows with a husky rustler. Then Len began to weaken. Fear crept into his eyes, and he began to back away. Then the masked man put all his weight behind the next blow. This one is for Toto. No, no, don't, don't. I quit. I've had enough. You dirty coward. Now get up and help your friend outside. Yeah, I'll up on the rim. You put a bullet in us. Yes. I better let Casper know he can stop now. Oh, oh, oh. Me not know that Casper up there. Casper, hold your fire. We'll meet you where the horses are waiting. I'll go right down. Hello. Get these crooks on their horses, then we'll go and meet Casper. Ah. Casper. 
After meeting Casper, the Lone Ranger and Tonto started toward town with the rustlers. As they rode along the trail, Casper spoke. By thunder, mister, Morty will sure be glad to thank you for finding the cattle and catching these rustlers. Uh, Casper, don't forget, uh, you did your part. You stopped one of them from getting away. Uh, frankly, mister, it was a chance shot. I didn't even see him running away. <laughs> Just keep that under your hat, Casper. Uh, by the way, this trail passes your ranch. I want you to take your gun in hand and ride behind these crooks to your ranch house. All right. You, you mean alone? <laughs> of course. They're tied on their horses, Casper. Your uh, ranch hands can take them to the sheriff. And uh, what's more, promise not to mention either Tonto or me. But they, they'll think I captured them. It might be a help to you if they do. We'll wait at the gate to make sure some of the ranch hands are there. Now, get your gun ready. We're coming to the road that leads into your ranch house. At the Circle D Ranch House, Maud and the men had just returned and were dismounting at the oh, corral. Oh, 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 there, oh, hey, uh, Well, I guess them rustlers got clean away, Tanks. We lost their trail at the creek. And it's getting near sundown. Have to wait till tomorrow to search some more. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I guess your husband went and hid out for fear them rustlers might come back. That <laughs> half pint better hide out. Why would I get my hands on him? Hey, I'll look. Coming in towards the ranch house. Oh, what's it? Holy smoke, it's Casper. Oh. Holding a gun on three hombres. And look, they're tied to the horses. Great day, I can't believe my eyes. Oh, oh, Daisy. Well, boys, here's the rustlers. And the cattle are in a box canyon up the creek. Two of these crooks is wounded, so you better hurry and get them to town. Hey, wait a minute now. I don't get this. Do you mean to say, Casper, that you... See here, Tex, you better stop calling me Casper. You hear? I'm Mr. Dingle to you. Now, wait a minute. I'd better do like he says, Tex. The little fella's changed, it seems like. Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Dingle. Casper, what's the meaning of this? How on earth could a runt like That's you have ever... enough out of you, Marty? Understand? Well, what's got into you? Well, I never... From now on, I want respect from you and all the rest. Gosh, ma'am, if he could go out and catch these rustlers single-handed... I guess maybe he is changed. Yep, I'm changed, all right. From now on, I'm the man of this house. I want that understood. Yes, Casper. Gosh, two of them rustlers is wounded, and one of them looks kind of beat up. Just how did you do it, Casper, or uh, Mr. Dingle? Oh, the, well, it's done, and that's that. Well, I'm practically speechless. <laughs> that's sure something to brag about, Marty. Hey, that outbrace is shooting fool. He got Curly from the rim of the canyon. And if it hadn't been for See the... here, you'd better shut up, understand? You're in trouble enough already. That's right, you hombres. Better keep your mouth shut, like Mr. Dingle says. Hey, Thunder Boss, after this, you're liable to have folks thinking maybe you're really the Lone Ranger without his mask. Well, now, I wouldn't go so far as to say that, Tex. I could never hope to be anywhere near like the Lone Ranger. No, sir. I'll tell
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. (laughs) 